Talk Sport on SAFM. So I have a voice note in from Coach Jay who says all the players come from one province. That's an interesting answer. Let's see if that is correct or not. Uh, various other voice notes coming in, text messages coming in as well. Keep your answers coming in to me. I think you might be surprised at the answer. I will give it to you a little later on. Right now, it's time to talk rugby. Big, big weekend this weekend for South African teams, particularly the Stormers, the Bulls and the Sharks in the United Rugby Championship. And once again, a great pleasure to chat to Hotso Selo, our rugby correspondent on the show. Hotso, it's been a while since we've chatted last. Big weekend for South African teams. Good evening to you. Good evening, uh, Michael. Big weekend, big, big weekend for the South African franchises, but particularly the Bulls versus the Stormers down in Cape Town North, South Derby. The Stormers come into this match uh, on the back of five consecutive wins against the Bulls. So, you know, statistics are favoring the men from Cape Town. They are hosting and a bulk of their senior players will be leaving at the end of the season and, and they will want to bow out with retaining the URC. And I guess Jake White's team coming down all the way from Pretoria would also want to prove their critics wrong because they've had a string of bad results, but their last two results have been so, so good. And, you know, there's one thing that Jake White said in this midweek's um, press conference that was, you know, that stood out for me when he said that, you know, usually it really doesn't matter how many games you've won throughout the season. It's how the team performs in the back end during the business end of the competition in the knockout phases. And that's where you'll be judged whether you'll be winning the trophy or not. And I guess he's, he's pretty much right. The Bulls snuck into the quarterfinals and who knows, they could go all the way and, and, and win this competition. But when we look at the other coastal team that's uh, still in the competition, it's the Sharks who will be playing against Munster, going all the way to Dublin. And it's not a an easy mm-hmm. place to go tour there. But with the amount of Springboks that the Sharks have, um, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, pundits are, are giving the Sharks an outside chance because we remember last season's URC uh, competition. Munster didn't have a blemish on their record, but you know when the Bulls went up there in the semi-finals, they were able to beat them there. So it, a South African team has shown that it is possible to win in those cold and wet conditions. But we'll have to wait to see until the weekend. Let's go back to the Stormers against the Bulls. Of course, repeat of last year's final. As you say, Western Province last week in the Curry Cup, interestingly enough, beating the Bulls 31-7. Jake White has said that that result has got absolutely no bearing on the on this weekend's results. Can we read anything into that? Is there any psychological advantage to be gained, even though most of the playing staff will be different? Look, I mean, when you look at the Bulls, I think they, they had the bulk of the URC team playing in that match. Uh, you will remember a couple of let's say three weeks ago, the Bulls were in shambles, you know, almost losing everything when it comes to, you know, the Curry Cup and also the URC at Gamarutlula getting fired and Jake White saying he's taking control of every coaching aspect at the union. And and they built up a nice head of steam. They won um, against the, the Italian side, the Zebri, and then last week also winning against the second string Munster team. Um, you know, and and emphatically so. And we saw how in form um, fullback uh, Kirtley Orange, the Springbok, Kane and Moody, and and some of the strike runners, uh, Stedman Hans at number 13, you know, really turning it on and, mm. you know, just showing what the Bulls can do with ball in hand. And, um, and, and, and I think he wanted to create that momentum going into last week's Curry Cups match, whereas the Stormers had a different approach where the URC players were rested in that match. And, 
and played the, the, the Curry Cup team, but the Curry Cup team was able to beat the Bulls' full-strength team. But how much of that can, you know, one, you know, put, um, you know, um, into the light in terms of what's going to happen this coming weekend? As we know, knockout rugby, anything can happen. The weather... Um, you know, a, an injury in the first minute. And, and I guess we'll all have to wait and see what's going to happen this coming weekend. But I think, um, you know, if you're a betting man, you're putting your money definitely on the Stormers. When you look at that back line, that centre pairing between Dan Duplessis and and um, and and, and uh, Ruan now, and, and you look at a, a fullback, uh, Damien Willems, and you look at the form, that money Libok at number ten is at, but mm. you know the the the, the Stormers backline has so much class and so much speed and so much skill, but nobody really understands that they're getting the platform from the hard work that's been done by their forwards because they've got this pack that's just been able to dominate throughout the URC, and I think that's been the, their cornerstone of being able to to win the, uh, the 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 tight exchanges up front to create a lovely platform mm-hmm. for their gifted players at the back. And I think the Bulls will have to pull a rabbit out of a hat to put the Stormers in Cape Town. Hotso, we'll continue our discussion about the United Rugby Championships in just a moment, just to tell our listeners that uh, the voice notes are flying in. Voice notes, text messages, and now you're all getting a lot, lot closer now that I've given you that clue. And I've seen a lot of correct answers coming in, also some not so correct answers, but at least we're making the listeners think. We'll pay the rent and continue our rugby discussion after this. Top Sport on SAFM. We're chatting rugby, specifically the United Rugby Championships this weekend and chatting to our rugby correspondent, Hotso Selo. Hotso, we were talking earlier about the, the Stormers against the Bulls. Key players on both sides, you've mentioned a few of them. Stephen Kitsov, this could be his, his farewell match at home at Cape Town Stadium this weekend before he joins Ulster at the end of the season. And the Bulls also, of course, they're trying to get Marcel Kutsia registered, but they've been unable to do so. Can you just share those those two stories for us and, and what poignant moments those might have going? Going forward, yeah, I mean Stephen Kitsov, uh, born and bred in, in in Cape Town, and growing up as a Stormers boy, making Stormers debut as an 18-year-old all those years back, and I think it's it's going to be quite nostalgic for him, you know, finishing up the season with another medal at uh, at Cape Town Stadium, a second medal at the Cape Town Stadium. I mean, look at the front row that they have. I mean, it's an it's an all Springbok front row with Franz Mar Halber on the, on the tight head side. You have a Joseph Dweber and then you have a Steven Kitsov. That's such a powerful scrum. And in the second row, you've you, you've got a, a Marvin Ori who's going to conduct the lineouts as well. You know, and he's been the standing captain as well. And and I think. You know, when you look at that 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 storm was packed, that engine room led by Steven Kitsoff, you know, it just it just it just shows you the quality that the team has and and, and the depth that's also coming through. And mm. I think, you know, Steven Kitsoff has been such a, a a great servant of Western Province rugby, and I'm sure the the rest of his teammates would want to send him off, uh, you know, on a, on a very good note. But on the other side as well, you know, when you look at the Bulls, who haven't had quite the season that they've wanted to have, and and having a guy like Marcel Kutsia back in the setup would have, um, you know, injected some life into it. But I, I read a few articles earlier today that that spoke about uh, Marcel's Kutsia's, um, you know, request to be able to to be eligible for for this weekend's match uh, has been rejected. So okay. the Bulls will have to 
to deal without uh, Marcel Kutsia and and the wealth of experience that he had. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a, it's quite a tricky rule because the first half of the competition he was part of the Bulls before he took the sabbatical in between to go play in Japan. But now the rules state that he cannot come back because he was deregistered as a right. URC player. So I think that's that, that's quite a major blow because when when you look at the strength of Marcel Kutsia, it's at the breakdown and he'll, he he he's a kind of player that will be able to slow down. Um, the 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 stormers, uh, you know, um, rucks and malls, and the stormers thrive on quick positions because of the type of strike runners that they have at the back. And I think with Dion Fourie coming back for for the stormers, you know, Marcel Kutsia could have been that linchpin that could have been able to fight, um, you know, Dion Fourie at the breakdowns. But I think uh, you know the stormers will have a field day without an out and out fetcher coming mm. from the Bulls. And just briefly, let's talk about the Sharks. John Plumtree, of course, back in, at the helm, taking over from Sean Everett, mm-hmm. a post that's been open for almost six months. And as you say, the Sharks have a yeah. really tough assignment. They go way to Leinster, who topped the table. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be tough for them. But John Plumtree, will it give them a little bit of extra motivation going into that, that trip across the, across the world, so to speak? I think it's been a bit of an open secret that um, you know John Plumtree will be back back at the Sharks. Uh, we've been seeing him at most of the Sharks' home matches, and and we know um, you know he's he's got a rich history with the club. I mean, he he, he played for them from 1988 mm. till 1997 as a player, and then served as coach uh, in the early 2000s as well. Won a couple of Curry Cups and took them to a Super Rugby final. So there's there's a bit of history between him. He's he's, he's married to a woman from Durban, and yes. you know his parents-in-law are in Durban. So I think you know uh, you know setting up shop for him in 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 KZN is is not going to be a big deal. But when I look at it from a broader perspective, um, you know we all know how Rassi has. Rassi Erasmus, being the, uh, the Springbok coach now and director of rugby, has been very close with working with the franchise coaches. And, you know, if, if John Plumtree is going to be part of the shock setup, it means he's also going to be part of, you know, the IP that um, Rassi Erasmus is going to have to draw from leading up into the World Cup. And I think, you know, having somebody who who comes from New Zealand and, and Plum is having having worked as, uh, you know, backroom staff at, at, at the All Blacks and also having coached the Hurricanes. We haven't been part of Super Rugby for that long. You know, he'll, he'll, be, he, he'll be somebody who will be able to, to give us a bit of intel as well from, from a, you know, a national perspective in terms of how things are, are going and, and where the game in terms of where the New Zealanders are and where we can take our game because we've been involved in, in European con- uh, competition. But I also think the Sharks uh, gig for him has been... Um, you know, um, you know, it, it lured him because of the attraction of playing in Europe. You know, with with all these different types of conditions and going all the way to Munster. You know, in those wet, cold conditions in a close, um, you know, um, intimate type of stadium. You know, th- those are the things I think um, coaches and players want to be tested against. And I think uh, with the Sharks, with the number of, of, of Springboks that they have, you know, this is the time for them to stand up and be counted during right. a knockout phase away from home in, in you know, um, unfamiliar conditions. And I think perhaps, you know, going in there under the radar as oh. underdogs, might, might they might be able to, to pull, up, pull up a surprise. 
Khotso, it's been great chatting to you as always. Uh, let me just remind our listeners about the remaining quarterfinals. Ulster against Connacht tomorrow and Glasgow Warriors against Munster on Saturday evening. Khotso Selo previewing the matches this weekend and we'll chat to him no doubt early next week to look back on the action in terms of rugby. Let's play a couple of more of your voice notes and see if you've got the answer correct.